Hi everyone, WD here. Today, I'll be interviewing a unique social entrepreneur who graduated from HEC, France's number one business school, presenting Pauline Laravois, CEO and co-founder of YEAST. YEAST is an India-based platform that connects citizens, NGOs, startups, educational institutions, you name it, that want to make a social and environmental impact. It operates in East and Northeast India and has organized more than 100 projects and events. Hello, Pauline. Hi. You are now at the center of a growing network called Y-East. Could you tell us how you came up with the idea for this platform? I come from Paris, uh, and then I got the opportunity to move to Kolkata around four years ago. Um, and, you know, I, I think I, I, came in, I came to India with um, a very French-slash-European mindset that is not really able to maybe understand um, projects and things at scale, knowing that, you know, the demography and the way things work here in India are very different. Um, and so quickly, one of the first observations that I made when I entered this new environment altogether, when I moved to Kolkata, was that it was so obvious I would not be able to change anything or move the needle on my own. Right. So first, I did not know anyone. And, and second, the positive change that I wanted to create locally, were, were, it's, it's too big of a work to be, to be done alone. Right. So that is the first observation that later on led to the wise concept. The second observation um, was that really in the space of what we call sustainable development, both socially and environmentally here, the sector is, is quite fragmented um, in between a lot of organizations, typically NGOs, social enterprises, etc., that are working on social and environmental issues, especially you know, following the 17 SDGs, Sustainable Development Goals. But most of it, most of them are relatively small scale in their in their activities and they're not really communicating with one another um and so based on these couple of observations it it seemed uh, relevant to me at some point quite quickly after i moved to kolkata that we were missing an aggregating platform like a like a a common collaborative space where all of these organizations could start talking to each other. And once you start talking to each other, this is only when you can collaborate in order to work at a broader scale. So that's basically the, you know, the, the context behind WIST as a, as a concept. Why did you decide to operate in East and Northeast India? I think it came from a, a frustration. I mean, when I moved to Paris, which is, you know, a, a city that is praised by the entire world and super well known and has no real relatively big issues in terms of, of, of the, the perception that the media especially give to, to the city. I moved to Kolkata, which has a whole different kind of perception, right? So Kolkata typically, especially from abroad, is related to misery, poverty, Mother Teresa, uh, and all of this narrative that basically uh, basically tells you that Kolkata is lagging behind, 
that it's actually the whole East and Northeast India is actually lagging, lagging behind economically speaking. Also, it's the Northeast. I don't know if you've seen a map of India, but it's, it's behind Bangladesh. And, and so the, the kind of access that you have to this region is quite complicated. And so there's this, this narrative and this perception uh, that comes that has that came a lot in the in the conversations that I had that I had at the beginning when I moved to Kolkata here of the east and northeast you know having potential but not exactly realizing its potential uh, lagging behind there was there has been a huge brain drain from these regions to more dynamic um cities of the countries in country including you know delhi mumbai chennai bangalore <clears throat> and so i really wanted to break this this narrative um against east and northeast to bring a kind of a pride um to be based in that particular region <clears throat> which is which is what generated the the willingness to put East within the, the name of Waist itself. As in, you know what? We're based in Kolkata, we're based in Eastern India, and we're proud of it. And with this idea that no matter where you are around the world, no matter where you are based, be it a Paris or a Kolkata or a remote village or whatever that is, um, there is something beautiful to be done, no matter the location. And so, with that, with that, uh, with that in mind, I think we we chose the name as well as the geographical scope based on this idea. What does the Y in Y East stand for? <laughs> well, that's that's a funny story. Uh, so, as I was telling you earlier, I really wanted East to be part of the name, right? Because again, pride to be in, in Eastern India, etc. And then I started, you know, thinking of words to create from East. And then I thought, it sounds like yeast almost. That is, you know, what what you use to, for example, bake a cake or, or make a baguette and bread. I'm French, don't forget about this. Um, you know, come to life and become as tasty as they as they taste, right? And there's this idea of expansion um, and of a network of, of, of things working together to make it tasty that made the why at the beginning quite funny to have. And so I started playing with the yeast term and then I kind of quickly broke it, broke it down into why yeast, because there's so many beautiful ways in which we can read when you break it down. So um, yes, yeast or the reasons why the yeast is worth it or youth yeast, because of course we have a, a, um, a soft spot for awareness and educational programs related to sustainable development for the youth. Um, and then what is also beautiful is that geometrically speaking, the why is also working as a, a crossroad of three different ways coming into each other. And I think this kind of crossroad slash encountering space is very representative of what we're trying to do. So that's, that's why. So it was really to change uh, not only things that happen in uh, Eastern and Northeastern India, but also the perception on it. Could you tell us yeah. what some of um, your goals are? So sure. So one of the goals would typically be, um, you know, participating in that new narrative about Eastern India, 
Uh, I, I don't know if you if, if you know about Kolkata history, um, but you know it used to be the capital city under the British Empire. Uh, it has been considered as the capital and intellectual city of India. However, um, you know, talent is going away. Talent is going away because economic opportunities are not there. Um, because you know, uh, it's easier to move around and to find, a, you know, worthier economic opportunities some some place else. And there's then therefore there's this whole new, especially generation of Kolkatans who want to go back to the city and and participate into. Uh, re-giving some dynamism to that particular city. So definitely changing the perception and the narrative about that particular region was one of, is one of the goals and objectives. But even beyond that, and more importantly, um, as, as I was mentioning before, we are focusing on sustainable development. So just one point here, it's important to understand that sustainable development is not only environmental action, um, which is, which is a a shortcut that we tend to do. If you refer to sustainable development as per defined by the 17 SDGs, again, here you will realize that it's it's all encompassing of um, social and environmental um, challenges both. And what is also beautiful about beautiful and complex about this is that both social and environmental challenges um, and action are, are, are interconnected and interdependent. So for example, if you're trying to, uh, to link no poverty with climate change, you will ob obviously find connections um, relating both this um, perceived as social issue with this perceived as social as environmental issue. So we uh, decided to work across the board of social and environmental change that had to happen in this particular region of East and Northeast India with this very specific agenda and goal, therefore, as I was telling you, of um, um, giving impetus to the collaborative mindset. That is to say, again, for, from, you know, for now, organizations have worked in their own pockets, in their own domain of expertise, but we live in a world that is so complex and interconnected that first, uh, you cannot do without having a, a broad overview of all of the sectors that are influencing your own. And second, it is a mirage to think that you can have all of, of the expertise and the knowledge and the resources to, to actually create a change. And so, Playing on, on synergies and complementarities uh, is, is something that WAIST has at the top of its agenda. So we, we typically create uh, spaces for these organizations to meet and to collaborate, including the fact, even if they're not exactly working on the same topic, it is actually because they are different and because they are working on different issues that they will find complementarities uh, and synergies to um, uh, to implement in between them. And it's all the more relevant in India because culturally speaking, I mean, it's true all over the world, but more specifically in India, culturally speaking, education-wise, generations are raised with a very competitive mindset. That is to say, you don't think collaboratively. Your brain is not wired to think collaboratively, right? Like you think... Oh, India is so populated. You have a lot of competition getting into colleges and, and schools and different programs on the job market, etc. 
So you tend to think that you are against people, even if it's an, an, an unconscious bias. Um, you, this is really what is happening. You don't think that you can actually work together, or you think that if you don't get the resource, uh, it is because somebody else has taken it. While it's not a zero-sum game, right? It's we can kind of work together and share the resources, and this is how the region together will elevate by collaboration. So this this is the top value and key goal under WIST. And of course, after that, WIST is operationally uh, coordinating a lot of projects and campaigns uh, very concretely on the field to illustrate the, the kind of collaborative campaigns that can happen from, from just meeting each other. That's a really interesting objective. You've organized more than 100 projects and events. Could you tell us a bit more about those projects? Sure. Um, so one one of the flagship projects that we've run uh, since September 2019 is called the River Rangers, just to give you an example. Again, in collaboration with an Australia-based organization that decided to uh, also focus <clears throat> some of its activities in East and Northeast India. Um, so this organization is called Net Nada, and we have a partnership with them to um, for this River Rangers uh, project, which is basically about raising awareness and organizing cleanup drives against or within the fight against uh, pollution in rivers and oceans, especially solid waste and plastic pollution. Um, and so for that, to make to, to, to do something very concretely on the field and with our own hands already, we Every week, that was pre-pandemic because the pandemic was a bit constraining on that, but uh, pre-pandemic, every week we were going on the bank of the river Ganges here in Kolkata with a whole team of volunteers and, you know, collecting waste, um, several hundreds of, of, of kilos of waste every Sunday. Um, and, and also in the same process, raising awareness with local communities living and surrounding these ghats, as we said, the banks. Um, so we were doing this on a weekly basis. Now we're doing it with a bit less frequency, but there's still this very, very strong um, work that we do on raising awareness on these issues. Another example is the... <clears throat> Uh, the Young Conscious Leaders Global Fellowship Program, which is in collaboration with a French-based organization called Engage, which basically every year we run this this program, which is around one week long for uh, first-year college students here in Kolkata to to develop their skills and understanding about sustainable development so that they become change agents and leaders. Um, in their activities, in the way they spend their time, in the way they choose their career, etc., etc. Uh, and another one that I can give you, uh, um, you know, one last example maybe. It's, it's an annual project called the Warm the Streets campaign, where we basically um, collect clothes from the whole city and then we donate the clothes um, to the beneficiaries of our partner NGOs, NGO which has been for now uh, Sevak and Rakalkita, and we also partner with. Um, uh, an organization called Twirl, which takes care of upcycling the clothes that cannot be donated because they are too damaged or not in good condition. Long story short here, for all of the projects and campaigns that we take on, it's always done collaboratively. 
we, we never rely only on the small YS team to do that. We rely on the whole teams together of YS plus partners in order to make it happen. And that is the collaborative mindset that I was just telling you about a little earlier. And when you talk about the YS team, is it mostly volunteers or do you have employees in an office? We have employees, it's a small team, so we are four, soon to be four employees, three for now. Uh, so employees on the role, and then of course we have from time to time interns and volunteers that help on a project basis. Um, the, the, the reason why we can do that is that we really believe in um, what we can call a cross-subsidization model. That is to say, you're going to develop activities uh, and verticals, some of which will be for profit, some of which will be not for profit. And you will be able to, um, to, do, uh, to create impact through not for profit uh, activities because you have been able to raise a little capital to cover your cost and, and create change through your for profit verticals. Just to give you a bit more details here, it's not, it's not really for profit. It's, it's about just raising enough money um, to be able to have a little freedom and resource to, 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 do, to do what is on your agenda, right? So what brings us a bit of money, uh, and it's still, you know, it's, it's, it's still small scale, and we do not have also this mindset of willing to become an, an Amazon of sustainable development. It's also the growth mindset is a bit different here, um, and we do believe in decentralization of... Um, of you know of SMEs and and different and, and and the economic activity overall, but to give you um, a, a couple of examples of of of, of activities that bring us a little money, um, we 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 run uh, educational programs. Uh, we are about actually to launch an e-learning platform dedicated to sustainability, which is going to be low low priced for the for the for the users, but will allow us to to get a bit of profit for this from this that will allow us to to create change after the after that through not-for-profit um, activities we also run what we call social impact assessment studies which is basically everything is in the name itself um, about doing a research for specific organizations that have been running impact focused projects and want to assess to measure the social impact that has been created for their beneficiaries and that of course requires it's a service that we can provide to NGOs or foundations or other organizations that are in need of that service. So, yeah, that is how we operate. And what would you tell a person who's trying to create a platform like this or who's just trying to make an environmental and social impact in his community? I would say don't be afraid of being experimental with it. Um, there, there is, there are a lot of journeys um, that are not written in the books. Uh, I would never have imagined imagined being able to, you know, to start Wyist when I was, you know, back in France four years ago. It was, it was really not on my agenda. You know, you have to embrace the environment and community you are in, see and observe problems and gaps to be filled in, and based on this, try and see if there can be a solution to be found. Knowing that again. If it's an offbeat track that the situation is calling you to take, do take it. Uh, as a matter of fact, the, 
the platform or the networking and aggregating platform model that WAIST is following with more than 160 organizations now in the network is something relatively new, right? It's not a company that um, has produced one product and is putting it on the market to sell it uh, in, in, in a very linear manner and traditional manner. It's kind of a new model where um, you rely on your community of organizations to create the efforts and to create a pool of resources that will allow you to create change collaboratively. This is not in a lot of books, and this is I'm not I'm not following any manual, right? So it can be a bit scary uh, from time to time. But um, but this this is what makes the journey challenging and, and beautiful in its own way. And I think you know the feeling of being accomplished and not following exactly any kind of path that has been paved for you is it's exciting. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So you really think that we that would be possible anywhere? I think so. You know, it will be. It's it, it's interesting because even even at the very beginning of of the wise journey, um, I had a, a couple of people reaching out to me and say, "Oh, um, I'm based in Mumbai. Is there anything happening? You know, on the west coast of of India, any wise mixers happening happening here in Mumbai?" And of course, we were just starting, and we were based in Kolkata, so we could not back then. But the appetite for meeting so many such organizations and individuals that are working on the 17 Sustainable Development Goals is going to be relevant in each and every city and region I can think of. There are cities that are already well equipped, but as far as India is concerned, I think there's a lot of potential here to create in all the regions I can think of uh, a similar model, similar SOP. Uh, you know, as as Waist has started to create in Kolkata. As a matter of fact, and I, it's not it's not public yet, or it's not out there yet at all. But I've I've already started to think of you know, if we have a Waist, why not have a Y West and a Y South and a Y North, um, in order to be inclusive of and, and not you know rejecting any positive energy that comes to you and say oh and what about me how can I get involved. Um, and so creating this open space where everybody feels included and can take part if they wish to is something that we are looking forward to achieving in the future. Thank you for being my first interview of 2022. You're welcome. I'm honored to be to be the first in 22. Uh, hopefully will be a will be a great year. Let's fingers crossed this and all the best for the rest of your podcast in 2022. Thank you.